Hey everyone, this is Jason Shappert, and you're listening to the Private Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. What are three great ways to improve your radio communications? Hey guys, Jason Shappert here of M0A.com. You are listening to the Private Pilot Podcast. This episode brought to you by our number one rated online ground school, groundschoolacademy.com. Hundreds of videos for my private pilot guys, weekly webinars, monthly mock check rides, all videos shot now in 4K ultra high def, and all videos shot to meet the new ACS, Airman Certification Standard Guidelines. Gone are the days of the PTS, Practical Test Standards, Welcome to the ACS, Airman Certification Standards. As of this recording, we are the only online ground school, really the only ground school product, DVD, online, book, it doesn't matter, uh, that is up to those new ACS guidelines that were certainly the only online ground school and ground school that shot in 4K ultra high definition. So something really to enjoy there and check out groundschoolacademy.com. Three ways to improve your radio communications is the subject of today's podcast. By the way, thank you for making the Private Pilot Podcast the number one aviation podcast on iTunes. Please uh, subscribe in iTunes. Continue uh, to listen. Continue to leave honest reviews. That's what we're really looking for. By the way, so excited to meet you guys at EAA AirVenture Oshkosh. I call it all three different names because if you talk to locals up there, they'll say, hey, are you going to EAA? Uh, whereas down here in Florida, I ask people, hey, are you going to Oshkosh? And if you talk to anybody that works for EAA, they say, hey, are you going to AirVenture? So EAA AirVenture Oshkosh. I give it all three titles. That way everybody knows what we're talking about here. Um, We'll be in Hangar B, Hangar Bravo, right up front, slightly to the right once you walk in. We have a nice big display. I'll be there all week. Our speaking schedule is released on M0A.com. Ariel Tweedo, our good friend from Flying Wild Alaska, will be in the booth hanging out with us. You're not going to want to miss it. A lot of our seminars, I say a lot, as in 50% of them will be recorded, so you'll be able to uh, check those out and enjoy those as well. Today's topic, again, three ways to improve your radio communications. Let me share with you first what I see happen so often in private pilot training in regards to radio communications. My individuals who train at a controlled airport, by that I mean a towered airport, Delta, Charlie, Bravo. And if you're training in a class Bravo, I pat you on the back and salute you because you're a better pilot than I uh, will ever be starting training at a Bravo like that. But my guys who train out of Delta and Charlie airports, the classes of airspace, usually are pretty darn good at talking to controllers, ground control, approach control, tower, it doesn't matter. However, those pilots tend to be fairly apprehensive about flying into what some people call an uncontrolled or what I like to call a pilot-controlled airport environment. They think it's a little bit weird that we pilots are in charge of spacing and watching out for each other. Whereas the opposite is true. My pilots who learn to fly at a pilot-controlled, uncontrolled airport, we make our own position reports, 
feel at home in that environment, yet when they go to fly to a Class Delta airport to do their, you know, three landings to a full stop at a towered airfield to satisfy that FAA requirement, they're usually very apprehensive about talking to somebody. They're usually the guys that aren't so crazy about VFR flight following. So there's two opposite ends of the spectrum. Very few people fall in between and are like, yeah, I'm cool talking to either. Now, eventually you'll get to that point, but early on, you're on one side of the fence or the other. And what I want to share with you are three ways to improve those radio communications because truth be told, improving your radio communications can improve your landings. This is a, that's a big, bold statement to make, but think about it. I always teach, if you haven't read my book, The Secret to Perfect Landings, I challenge you to, to purchase a copy uh, and read it. It's a very easy read uh, to work through. And it's not very expensive either. But radio communications can improve your landings because in the book, The Secret to Perfect Landings, I talk about how a perfect landing starts with a perfect traffic pattern. Well, a lot of times when you get flustered, who listening to this podcast right now has ever been flustered in the cockpit? I guarantee a lot of you are smirking right now because you have been. If you're sitting in front of me at a seminar, you'd be raising your hand right now because we've all been flustered. Now, how many of you have been flustered and, oh, you just shake it off, brush it off your shoulder and continue hurtling forward at 110 knots? Now, usually early on in our training, about 100% of us, we get flustered. And then that leads to another mistake, which leads to another mistake. And now I'm behind the airplane. Have you ever seen those mistakes start to compound? Well, look back at that chain of events and I'd be willing to bet there was a poor radio communications type issue in there. Tower told you to report a two mile left base. You couldn't see the runway. You never entered on two mile left base before. When should I report? How do I set up for that? You're flying the pattern at a pilot-controlled airport. Somebody doesn't make a single radio call till he's on the downwind, and you're also on the downwind. And you're thinking that, geez, but if you could properly communicate your message, because in flying, it's not all about you. You got to worry about the other pilots, too. It's like what your parents used to say when you were learning to drive. They would tell you probably these words, I don't worry about you driving, I worry about everybody else out on the road. The same is true on aviation. You can't just worry about yourself. You can nail all your radio calls and communicate with the tower or whoever your message. But if you're not listening for other aircraft and thinking even a step ahead of them, you're putting yourself in more danger. So by improving my radio communications, I inherently improve my landings because I've increased situational awareness as to where everybody else is so I can work on my traffic patterns as well as I'm not getting flustered because I know what's happening. I, I'm, have you ever found yourself thinking more about the next radio call you've got to make than, by the way, carb heat power back 10 degrees of flaps, I'm turning base, just like that. I think we've all been there before. Getting better at our radio communications can improve our lens. Here are my three tips. Sorry to, to stretch it out so long. You guys know I like to ramble sometimes, but I'd like to think that some good nuggets come out of rambling sometimes. Three tips to improve my radio communications. The first is this. It's a great website. It's totally free. LiveATC.net. I challenge you. They have an app. I, bl I believe the app's like 99 cents. It's, it's insignificant how much it is. Um, I have no stake in this, by the way. They're, I do know the owner, a very good friend. Um, LiveATC.net. 
jump on there and listen to your local controller, your local tower, your local approach controller, whatever it may be. Listen to it while you're at work with some headphones in. Listen to it on your drive home. Start to immerse yourself in the ATC system. One challenge I had my students say, okay, listen on ground control and pick out an airplane. Let's say Cessna 1234 calls up and pretend that you're Cessna 1234, whatever that airplane is, and you're anticipating his or her next radio call. You're anticipating what tower is going to say back to you, what ground is going to say back to you, and you're acting as if you were that pilot in that airplane. This is chair flying. This is working on the ground, and we know that an hour spent on the ground can save you two hours in the air because the airplane is a terrible classroom. It's best to learn everything on the ground, including your VFR radio communications. Use a website like liveatc.net and start listening. When you wanna get a little more advanced, start to challenge yourself and let's listen to Boston Approach, JFK Approach, Los Angeles Approach, and let's start to listen to the professionals. And one common theme you'll realize even the professionals screw up sometimes. And you're going to hear it. And you're going to hear the controllers get a little bit upset. You're going to hear the controllers talk a little bit faster than you're used to. But when you listen to that and you put yourself in that environment, when you go back to your class Delta Tower, it doesn't seem so bad all of a sudden. LiveATC.net. That's my challenge to you. Tip number two is this. Walk the traffic pattern. Literally walk it through. Here's something I do with all my students. We'll go out on the ramp. Let's say we're taking off runway 36. We stand side by side. Obviously, I'm on the right side. They're on my left side, just like we were in the airplane. And we walk the traffic pattern, meaning we, we walk out like we're taking off 3.6 on the upwind. I have them talk me through. All right, I'm smoothly applying full power. My heels hit the floor. My toes to the bottom of the pedals. Verify my engine gauges are green. I'm up on the upwind. I'm looking for my rotation speed. All this sort of stuff. Climbing out VY. They talk me through it. And then assuming we're at an uncontrolled pilot-controlled airport, I say, okay, when do we turn crosswind? And what does that radio call sound like? And we do just that. And they say, Danelle and Marion County Traffic, Skyhawk 7159. And they kind of talk themselves through that. Crosswind, downwind, base, final. And we literally turn as, as we turn. And we, we physically walk a rectangle around the ramp as if we were really in the traffic pattern. It's a chance to rehearse your pattern procedures as well as it's a chance to rehearse your radio calls. You can do the same thing at a towered airport. Let's pretend we're sitting right where we are on, on the ground. We listen to the ATIS, then we call ground. What does your ground call sound like? And I, as the instructor, play the role of controller. They play the role of student pilot, and we kind of go back and forth. They, we do a pretend taxi. We call for takeoff. We do a pretend takeoff. I'll draw on chalk on the ramp. The airport, here's runway 36, here's runway 18. We're approaching from the east and they're landing runway 36. How do you think they're gonna tell us to enter the pattern? And when you can look at it that way and go, oh, they're either gonna put us on a right downwind or a right base based on where we're at right now. And you can see those sort of things. What would that radio call sound like? You've gotta start putting yourself in these situations and saying, okay, what are the possible outcomes? Because when you know the possible outcomes, you're not as surprised. Wouldn't you be awfully surprised if you're approaching from the east for runway 36? You know, you're gonna have to make right traffic in from, from that. 
and they tell you enter a right downwind, but you've never done a right downwind before. And you're, you weren't expecting that. Yet if you come into it going, oh, my instructor and I, we've worked through this situation before. I've worked through this situation chair flying on the ground before. I know I should probably expect right down in our right base. Those are some of the things I'm thinking ahead about. What are the possibilities? In fact, just recently, I don't think I had, um, I don't think we were doing a lesson, um, but I was flying back um, and I remember calling up the tower and it was a slow day and I told him, hey, I'm, I'm three miles out to the southeast. You want me to call you two miles for a left base three six? And I like, I had to stop for a second and say, oops, I just did the controller's job for him. I'm sorry. <laughs> And he came back and said, yeah, actually, that sounds pretty good. Do that for me. And again, most of the controllers know us and everything else. You certainly, I don't think many other people would get away with that. Um, but it's just how I think ahead as to what are my best options and what are they going to tell me to do. I'm also listening ahead as to what other traffic is doing. That's where that tip of liveatc.net comes in handy. When you start hearing other traffic in the pattern. Now, liveatc.net, to go back to tip number one, doesn't have, they have a few, but not a lot of uncontrolled pilot-controlled airports. This may be an incentive to convince the spouse to go, let you go out and buy a handheld radio and tune up that frequency on the handheld radio if you're near the airport or go sit in the parking lot one day on a day where you can't normally fly because of maintenance or something and just listen to the airplanes. And when you hear somebody call on downwind for a certain runway, See if you can spot them. Go, oh, down one for that runway. That's over there. Because when you're in the sky and someone says they're on a three-mile 45 to left downwind for runway 23, you should be able to look at that little section of sky, assuming they gave you the correct radio call, and go, oh, there they are. That's the kind of skill level we need to get to. The third and final tip of the three ways to improve our radio communications is to create scripts. There are only so many possibilities you're gonna get from a controller, from, you know, at a pilot controlled airport. And I've made this real easy for you. There's actually, and again, if these tips aren't enough, there's certainly more for you to do. I have a free app in the iTunes store as well as the Google Play store. Uh, that's what they call marketplace maybe. Regardless, just go in there and either search M0A, M-Z-E-R-O-A, or even easier, you could just type in VFR Radio Communications. It is totally free. There's a few paid apps in there that are not mine. Um, buy them if you want. Uh, but regardless, my app is totally free. There are a ton of videos that you probably haven't seen before because they're not up on our YouTube channel or even in our online ground school. Um, about towered operations, non-towered operations. There's radio communication scripts that are in there for you as well. And literally fill in the blank, say this, fill in the blank because it was Adis Bravo. So fill in that blank and continue to read this. You can print them out, you can screenshot them, you can take them with you when you fly, whatever it takes. But search VFR radio communications in the Google Play Marketplace or the iTunes store, or just search M0A, M-Z-E-R-O-A, uh, to find that app as well in there. But take those scripts, and maybe you don't like my scripts, and it won't break my heart anyway. Uh, do check them out though to see. Maybe you need to make your own scripts because you got something that's so geo-specific to your area. Make your own scripts and start to practice them. Then take those scripts and listen to liveatc.net or listen to your handheld radio and start to see how others use a similar verbiage and a similar language to what you're thinking as well. Create these scripts with your instructor or if you're an online ground school member of mine, I'll sit down with you and help you make custom scripts if the ones in our VFR radio communications app are not good enough for you. So 
three tips to improve your radio communications. LiveATC.net or buy yourself a, a VHF handheld radio. Walk the traffic pattern is tip number two with your instructor. Pilot controlled tower, it doesn't matter. You can do them both, a little simulation type stuff. And three is to create some scripts, fill in the blank type stuff. Obviously, you're not going to use them for the rest of your flying career, but you're going to get a good idea and build a good, strong foundation. And eventually, it's going to become second nature to you guys. Those are my three tips for improving your VFR radio communications. Guys, remember Oshkosh, EAA Air Venture Oshkosh. We will be there. We're in Hangar Bravo. Our speaking schedule is currently up on M0A.com. If you've never heard one of our seminars, you're truly missing out. There's some great stuff. Be sure to get there early. We, we always uh, pack the house at our seminars. So you can find us in Hangar B. You can find our seminar schedule and our giveaway schedule, giving away a lot of great stuff all online, all on M0A.com right now. Now, so check that out. Looking forward to meeting so many of you at EAA AirVenture Oshkosh. Looking forward to it. Be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Share this on your social media with your friends. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for making us the number one podcast on iTunes in the aviation category. Enjoy the rest of your day. And most importantly, remember that a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. See ya. See ya.